Hey, this is Steve Campbell from the C3 Church. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. Our prayer for you is that you'll be blessed, equipped, and enabled as you listen to this message. God bless you. Hello, C3 Church. I greet you in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My name is Julius Rotlonio, and I have the wonderful privilege of being a pastor here at Watoto Church in Uganda. My wife, Vanita, also serves with Watoto in the area of restoring dignity to the vulnerable women through what we call Watoto Neighborhood. We have three children and one on the way. Very exciting. They send their love and greetings. And also greetings from your Watoto family. You know, I want to start by uh, appreciating your pastors, Pastor Steve and Angie. Thank you. Thank you so much for being our friends as Watoto and for all of you being our partners as Watoto. It truly makes a huge, huge difference. And of course, thank you for the opportunity to share God's word with you today. Let's pray and dive into God's word. Now, Father, I ask you to anoint your word and bless it and bless everyone that hears it today. May their lives never remain the same. In Jesus' name, amen. God's word is powerful. I know that in the UK you were dealing with uh, the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, just like we are here in Uganda. I mean, with people that have lost jobs and uh, businesses that have shut down. Some of our students haven't yet gone back to school for over a year. And they are absolutely worried. You know, a lot has been shaken by this pandemic. And life may never return back to what we've been used to. And the challenge is there's so many voices out there speaking about what is happening now and what could happen in the future. Many of them painting a very, very negative, dark future. But you know what? The most important voice that we need to pay attention to is God's voice. The question we should ask is, what is God saying during this season? You know, here's what God is saying. These three things must remain, regardless of what's happening around us. Faith, hope, and love. You got it right. And that's the series that you are doing. And today, I just want to talk about hope a little bit. Because hope has been shaken for so many people and even nations. And hope is such an important aspect in life. In fact, let me read you a scripture. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 12 says this. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Think about it. Hope deferred, what does that mean? Hope that's been delayed. Hope that's carried over, postponed. When hope is deferred, it makes the heart sick. Now, what happens if hope is lost? You know, dare say if we lose hope, not only will our hearts be sick, but we'll lose everything, including the willingness to live. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. That's why hope is so important. We cannot afford to lose hope. It must remain. When hope remains and the longings in our hearts are fulfilled, it's a tree of life. It brings such joy and fruit all around us. And that's why the subject of hope is important. And friends, I want to say this. As long as we have breath, we have 
hope. That's what the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 9, chapter 4, uh, chapter 9 and verses 4. You know, as Watoto, we've experienced this. We have watched how God has restored hope of little boys and girls who have been orphaned at a very young age, and today they are living a hope-filled life. We've seen women that have been abandoned, abused, rejected, and because of God, they are now living a hope-filled life. As long as we have breath, we have hope. Now, what does hope mean? I looked this up and I loved what I came across. Hope in human terms is commonly used to mean a wish, or uh, it's something people desire and its strength actually from a human point of view is based on the strength of a person's desire but hope in the bible biblical hope is the confident expectation of what god has promised and its strength is not in what we desire but it is on his faithfulness that is biblical hope it's that confident expectation of what God promises us, of what God says, and its strength is based on who God is, his faithfulness. So I want to share with you two key truths about hope today, and they are from the Bible. Number one is this, hope is found in God alone. Hope is found in God alone. Because hope is such a necessary aspect in life, people will try all kinds of things to find hope. They will try to find hope in their careers, maybe their relationships, maybe their work or qualifications, academic qualifications, maybe positions or power. We see people fighting for these things because they think these things will bring hope to them. The big one is wealth. Many people think that when they have money, then they have hope now these things are not bad in themselves but they can never be a source of hope the biggest prayer requests i found from people is for financial breakthrough because they always believe that yeah if i have finances then maybe i'll be hopeful but i love what paul tells uh, timothy in first timothy chapter 6 and verse 17 it says command those who are rich <laughs> in this present world not to be ignorant not to be arrogant nor to put their hope in wealth they shouldn't which is so uncertain but to put their hope in god who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment please not paul is not attacking wealth or finances he's only saying we cannot fix our hope on finances and wealth we must put our hope in god who richly provides everything we need so god is our only source of hope my friends when i think about our future people are talking a lot about a bleak future but because of god our, our, our futures filled with hope there's a very common statement i hear people make here in uganda i don't know if it's the same where you are they like to say that you know i don't know what the future holds but i know who holds the future and I, I get what they're trying to say, but I think a better way to say it because of this God is, I know what the future holds because I know who holds the future, and that is God Almighty. We can have hope 
because of this God, our hope is found in God alone. I think of the children of Israel who were in exile in Jeremiah chapter 29, displaced from their usual life and in a place that they didn't belong to, like we have been shaken a little bit. But even then, God says to them, you can still have hope. In Jeremiah 29, 11, he says to them, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, and their plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and the future, my friends, because of God, our future is filled with hope. But beyond the future, here on earth, we have an eternal future. And it is a hopeful word. In fact, the Bible calls it the blessed hope. Titus chapter 2 talks about it and verses 11 to 13 says, Hey, the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled lives, upright and godly lives in this present age. While, what, while we, this is what it says, verse 13, while we wait for the blessed hope. The appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have a blessed hope because of this great God. In fact, the Bible says Christ in us is the hope of glory. So my friends, truth number one, hope is found in God alone. Only God is the true source of hope. But secondly, the second key truth that I want to share with you today is this. That kind of hope, biblical hope, the God kind of hope, doesn't disappoint. Romans chapter 5 and verses 3 to 5 says this. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for we know that they help us develop endurance. We will face challenges in life. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us. Because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Wow! The God kind of hope doesn't disappoint. You know, that is Romans chapter 5. If you read chapter 4, actually it talks more about this subject of hope and using Abraham's story. For those of you who know the story, God gave a promise to Abraham and told him he would be a father of many nations. But Abraham began to get old and his wife was barren. And the promise never seemed to be coming to pass. And anybody would say, hey Abraham, why are you wasting time? And Abraham would have lost hope. But in Romans chapter 4, Paul describes this about Abraham. He says, he says, Abraham hoped against hope. He kept hoping. And it also says in hope, he continued to believe. And that's how he became the father of many nations. Friends, hope helps us to continue believing in this great God. But also, Abraham didn't ignore the facts. You see, hope doesn't mean that the facts are absent. In fact, True hope is when the facts around us don't seem to be saying uh, that good is coming out of this situation. That's when hope becomes really alive. In fact, the Bible also continues to say, if we hope for what we can see, then that's not hope at all. 
So Abraham faced the fact, but even then he still hoped. He kept hoping and he didn't waver in faith because of this hope. And God fulfilled his promise. Because the God kind of hope does not disappoint. I love what Hebrews 16, uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 19 says. He says, this kind of hope is an anchor for our soul. Oh, how we need that kind of hope today. That kind of hope that is an anchor for our soul. God is our only source of hope. And the God kind of hope, my friends, does not disappoint. I want to share with you a story today that really inspires me. And that is a story of one of our young ladies that we met in northern Uganda whose life was a tragedy without hope. But because of God, now it's filled with hope. As you watch this, I know you're going to be inspired to continue putting your hope in God and to recognize that the God kind of hope does not disappoint. Let's watch this video together. Before I was born, my mother was living in a camp for a refugee. The rebel came and captured her because they wanted people to help them fight, and from there they make her wife. She gave birth to us when she was in captivity, and when I was like one year, she escaped back home with two of us. But the rebel came again and just killed her. She left us with my grandmother, and up to now, I don't know who is my dad. When I was 15, I met a young man called David. We started living together, and we had a child. His name is Lorraine. David was knocked by a car and died. There was no one. I was all alone. A lady just told me about Living Hope. It's a place where vulnerable women are redeemed. They welcome me, counsel me. They love me so much. I was hepatitis B positive, and I started thinking that I will die and leave my son as my mother left us. But they helped me to go to the hospital and get the medication for the treatment, and I'm now getting better. Until I joined Living Hope in 2013, I didn't go to school. By that time, I don't know anything like English, I couldn't even speak. But when I joined Living Hope, I learned how to speak, like I am speaking right now. I can write, I can read Bible, I can even teach my child. I started doing tailoring when they taught me how to use the sewing machines. I make a lot of mistakes, I even show my hands, but a lot of my friends in Living Hope see what I've made and they say that it's beautiful. I start to save, bought my sewing machine, and I start my business. I can buy food, 
take my child to school, buy stuff for myself, not depending on anyone. In Living Hope, the first thing I learned was that I am not a mistake and I still have a father and people care about me a lot. The young like me, they are my sisters and the staff, they are my mother. When I read my Bible, I came to realize that God has a good plan for me, not a plan to harm me, but a plan to give me future and hope. He will never reject me, no matter who I am. He will still be my dad. I feel I'm so close to him. When I think about the future, I hope that my child, Larem, will one day be a doctor, as he said. When I'm sick, he's the one to help me at night. He'll wake up in the night and tell me, Mommy, what is wrong? What do you want? Do you want water? I just love him. And I wanted the best life for him. When I see myself now, it's make me feel proud of myself and happy. I've changed a lot and I can do something for myself. I see a leader in me. I see a hard-working woman in me, and I have a purpose in life to be a mother for the nation. No matter what will come, I will not go back to where I've been before. I'm going to a place God has chosen for me. I won't go back to be fatherless. I won't go back to be hated, to be poor again. A shame of myself. I won't go back to be afraid of who I am. Never. My friends, I've never gotten tired of hearing that testimony. It inspires me. I met Vivian some months back and she is still so passionate about life and passionate about God. That's what happens when hope comes alive in you. So what have I been saying today? These three things must remain. Faith, hope, and love. And two key truths about hope. That God is our only source of hope. And the God kind of hope, secondly, does not disappoint so here's what I want to challenge you with today. If you're running out of hope, run to God. Take your doubts to Him. Put your hope back in God. He's the only source. But also, let's become ambassadors of hope. Let's be those who speak truth, who speak Good, who declare God's word that he has great plans for each and every one of us. Let's not be those who spread negativity. Rather, let's be those who use our tongues wisely to speak a word in season that brings hope. 
So put your hope in God. Become an ambassador of hope. And the effect will be we will all become the light in this dark world. I just want to close by praying for you, my friends, if you feel like your hope is gone. And I want to use Paul's very words, a prayer from Romans chapter 15 and verse 13. And this is my prayer for you, my friend. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus name Amen Thank you, Julius. Well, we right now, as we do at every single one of our services here at C3, we want to give an opportunity for maybe those of you who don't know Jesus to say today you want to start a relationship with him. Maybe there's people in this room or joining online who you maybe once walked with God and things have got in the way. Julius said, God is our only source of hope. If you're running out of hope, run to God. Put your hope in him. How good was Vivian's story of hope? I know so many stories where when people um, become Christians, yes, challenges still come. It's part of life. In this world, we will have trouble. But you know, you never have to fight a battle alone. Never have to fight it in quite the same way. And um, Julius also said, let's be those that speak hope. We speak a word in season that brings hope to others. And maybe there's people that that once was you but things have got in the way, whether it's unanswered prayer as we prayed for earlier, or um, you got busy, or I don't know what it could be, different things for different ones of us, but things have got in the way of that relationship with Jesus. I'm gonna pray a prayer right now for both groups of people. And then if you're in the room, let me know if you responded by just putting your hands up. And if you're online, also let us know because we wanna celebrate that with you. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, today I give you my life. Thank you, Jesus, that you died on a cross so that I could live freely and in relationship with you. Lord, I give you control of my life. I, I ask for forgiveness for when I have got things wrong or let things get in the way of, of connecting with you, King Jesus. And today I say, um, have your way in me. Thank you that you forgive me. You accept me just as I am on this day. And that, Lord, because you died on that cross and because we can have relationship with you, we can have total hope that we never have to fight battles alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Keep your eyes closed in this room. Just If that was you, would you just raise your hand quickly just so I know who I prayed for? Thank you. And online do let us know because we want to celebrate that is the greatest decision you will ever ever make let's um, give it up in the room for all those people in the room and online who would have prayed that prayer truly is best decision well we're gonna worship some more before we close today's service next week we have got pastor Angie finishing off our faith hope and love series so don't miss that but right now let's stand to our feet if you're in the room or at home as we sing once more Thank you.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Why not share it with your friends and family through social media? If you're not on the regular podcast list, then why don't you subscribe? Thank you especially to those that give. If you want to give to this ministry, you can go to our website, thec3.uk/giving, and get involved. God bless you. Thank you.